And it's Katie, and this is Classly Whack Podcast. So we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Mm. <sighs> Spring break. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, I've already said spring break means nothing to me because of how much I teach. So oh, I gotta wait yeah. for them to be on spring spring break, and, and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. It means everything to me. This is ridiculous. I mean, I only had one midterm, and let's just say it was for that class. That whole class is a mess. Oh my god! I gotta tell you what happened off the docket with me, me and Jasmine. (laughs) Me and (laughs) I cannot. And Jasmine, Jasmine's a whole mood. Like I, I aspire to be her. Oh shoot! This is her episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she'll yeah. <laughs> I didn't even say that on purpose. Like, I, I forgot that we were doing. Like, okay, tying it in. I really wasn't even trying to do that. I'm just like in general, like what a mood. Like we were studying for the midterm. She was like, oh, I just stopped caring. You know? I mean, <laughs> and then she was like, so we get an ice cream or it's like it's like a smooth thirty minutes into studying for. I mean, she's made it farther than I would have. <laughs> I mean, I'll open the book and be like, wow, so that was a lot. I even met with the professor and I'm like. Cause you're not gonna. What you, one thing you're not gonna do is call me dumb. I don't take. Mu- I don't think take most things seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, people know this, you know. Except for viola and grades, those are the two things that I take seriously. Me taking neither of them seriously. <laughs> so I go into his office and I'm like, he's like, well, yeah, like the course moves fast. I'm like, don't don't tell me the course moves fast. This this I'm getting a master's in music ed. That's like a hundred pages of reading a week. So I don't care about the course moving fast. I'm talking about the reading is boring. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't catch antiphon and how what is it i don't know that <laughs> how do you even move fast through that like i feel like that's running in mud <laughs> like, like i what is an antiphon i still don't know what is a and then it took me a smooth seven weeks to figure out the chant and plant chant that's the same thing oh so i'm gosh. looking dumb let me stop telling my business to the, to the entire world chant. Chant. it's terrible it's okay. oh <laughs> jesus i can't da, da, da. they all end like that I was sitting in my room minding my own business Tuesday night I guess Tuesday night thinking like okay I got a midterm tomorrow morning whatever whatever so I go online and see my other midterm that I thought was on Thursday turns out it was on Wednesday so you got two midterms in one day and I was counting on tutoring I was counting on having my tutoring with Richard so that I could just you know tie tie the bow on that stuff you know it was oral skills which is my worst subject so I'm over here staying up all night trying to cram all this stuff, which is not where I don't even have a piano. I got a piano app, so I'm ah. trying to trying to see all this stuff, which made me I had to stay up all night to study for that, which made me late to my theory midterm. And I wasn't that late, but the teacher was looking at me crazy because he was like, "Girl, this is a midterm. Why are you late? You know, I mean, mind your business." And I, a, I start getting I start getting in this uh, passionate with these with these professors. I mean, he didn't say anything to me. I'm just saying the way he was uh, looking at me because it was a lecture, so I was all bobbing and weaving through people who already had their tests. Like it was a. I mess. mean, but luckily they structured you th- these things, so it's like it shouldn't take the whole time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I stayed to the end just because. I, I mean, like, I was taking to all. The end. Yeah, I'm taking oh. all the time I could get because now I'm. I the, only, the only time I won't sit to the end oh no I'm lying even when the final that's three hours I'm like you know, it won't take the whole time I'm like mind your business mm-hmm. it's gonna take me three hours because mm-hmm. I paid for three hours oh, alright <laughs> I had a, um so then I had to spend all that time uh studying after that final for the other one I just started getting sick in my stomach when that time just kept creeping up because I had work mm-hmm. so I was just sitting there like wow so I had to do it like right after work and it was oh <gasps> 
There were some parts that weren't completely terrible. Let's just say it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Hey, right, I felt that in my bubble. Because <laughs> when I tell you that I'm actually going to have to try in this class, like for real, for real, going to have to try to end the semester. Y'all pray for me. You hear? Pray, pray for your girl. Say some Hail Marys. And if you don't believe in that, think positive thoughts because Chile. Same. Yeah, I mean. I'm going to need it. And it's not even like, I hate that it's not, I hate worrying about things that's not viola and that's not music ed. And mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> Music gets hard here. All right. It's a lot. But like, I have a, this semester, my teacher's like dope. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'll do the reading. Dr. Cole, like, oh, I shouldn't have said her name. Whatever. You said D. Rossi's first name. But I stopped saying that after he came up to us as Sphinx. Talk about, hey, I'm going to check it out. And I'm like, well, yeah. Okay, Dean Rossi, from now on. <laughs> Just in case, you know, he, because if he jumps in now, he will miss it. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. And it'd be buried in the episodes. It's so like, like deep he, in the episode. So God got to be like, oh, so what am I called him? Never mind. Mm-hmm. God already del- delivered me from that. <laughs> But um, mm-hmm. but it's worse from there. But it's like we got six weeks. It's about to be six weeks of hell because it's recitals and I guess I got a comp exam for music ed and my teacher was like, I didn't know music ed did comp exam. I'm like, well, don't you know? Yeah. And you know what? I'm not gonna complain. God is able, and I'm just gonna put my head down and pick it up in May, and hopefully everything works out. I don't know what I think the devil stubbed his toe yesterday. <laughs> And was just mad at me for it. I don't know. <laughs> because after that, I had something that I'm not going to say on air because that's my business. Mm-hmm. And then I had a lesson. And I had not gotten to play that day because I had. Right. That's why I was like, it didn't go terribly, but also it's kind of it, like, it's still the, like. We don't play that day. You spend the first first 30 minutes of lesson fumbling around like you got sausage fingers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, <gasps> that was just the worst possible day for to have a lesson. So, ooh, Chile. But. We made it through in a couple pieces. So. <laughs> Can we not gonna say we made it through one? <laughs> I won't be saying that. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I mean, that midterm had a lot of red on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's just say that because it's like it took on a computer, so I knew what I read, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I ain't gonna look at this. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> For what? I was doing good. I was like, ooh, okay, Nocter of Gal, got you. Ooh, da 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 da, and then we started getting into some stuff, and I was like, well. We gonna bounce back, Katie girl. Don't worry, sweetie. What you talking about, Doctor of Gal? Because <clears throat> you know they had paper back then, so he was the dude that was like, we should. He came up with sequences so you could like memorize. Because they had to memorize every single chant they did. The nuns and junk and the monk and the monks. They memorized every chant. Remember, there's certain chants for certain days and certain chants for certain services, and they had eight services a day. And, one was up with two in the morning. I know they up there mad, looking down at all the things there are to do in life today. They probably so mad. I mean, but they what else were they finna do? You know? I know, but I'm saying like they probably like, yeah. damn, y'all couldn't have discovered that while we was down there. But I mean that's like, that's y'all fault. Y'all could have set up some sticks and bl- and p- play bowling. Y'all, how come like, y'all ain't come up with that? <laughs> y'all could have y'all could have did some stuff. Y'all could have raced each other and made kites. Raced each other. Yeah, I mean, have little races. They probably wanted to skip through all of that and just get to that one. They could be like, dang, I could have been on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But remember, the tea was hot in front of your face. Remember, it gets Waldo. Ooh, the tea was terrifying. You could just <laughs> open your window and be on Instagram. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Not open your window and be on Instagram. So. But uh, what's the news this week? Because people are like, so we get it. Life is... people. All people out of school... I hate, I hate when our friends make fun of us for still being in school. Like, y'all weren't just here. No, right. Like, 
uh Kermaine be like don't y'all got a, a class to go to I'll be like all right <laughs> and let's go to the news <laughs> let's go to the news because woo Chile okay so first piece of news this week is just a congratulations to Esperanza Spalding hey girl <laughs> she was just named the newest music professor at Harvard so she she up there up there or I was like oh, Harvard I mean, man, have you seen that video of her playing at the White House when it was still the White House? And sorry, yeah. not the kind of podcast. No, it's just. And I mean, it can be. I mean, it's occupied. Yeah. Um, and she did that that version of Sunny Side of the Street. Mm-hmm. It was I gotta show. It was so good. I was like, she's a queen. Mm-hmm. I stand. I don't. Know, I've seen Esperanza Spalding like uh, live before, but I've never seen her. She opened for Prince, um, back when I saw Prince. So that's really what I was going for. Because a lot of people, a lot of people mention Esperanza Spalding to me because I'm black and I'm a girl and I play the bass. Mm-hmm. It's something that I care. <laughs> so mm-hmm. It's just not my type of music, so I don't listen to her. Yeah. But I mean, she out here because she won four Grammys. Yeah, she has a Smithsonian Award, an mm-hmm. NAACP Image Award, a Frida Kahlo Award, a Boston Music Award, and now she's teaching at Harvard. Yeah, so I mean, she's the truth for real, for real. like y'all your fave could never so good for her mm. um and the second piece of news this week comes from ireland hey ir 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 ireland ir mm-hmm. okay what, what's going it's on name what's, what's the country what's going on <laughs> okay so ireland <laughs> um has just created the first orchestra for disabled people hey right um so i'm gonna butcher this name Lit. Okay. Nope. <laughs> the way your lips just. <laughs> no. Let leave alone. You might. You gonna lick it. it? No, I'm okay. I know, you know I can't say nothing. It looked Mm-mm. French, but let Chile. Ooh, I've, there's no way. There's no way I got that right. But La Chile <laughs> is an initiative um, from the Creative Ireland program at the Royal Irish Academy of Music. Um, and it's an open youth orchestra, which uh, is going to be the first uh, orchestra exclusively made up of musicians with disabilities. Um, and it's going to be like starting up in September. But basically how they're how they're doing is doing this is the orchestra is going to create their own music mm-hmm. which is cool and then they're using a method um con- uh called conductology which is basically like a bunch of like gestures specific gestures that the musicians agree that they like can mm-hmm. understand and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff um and that's what they use to lead the ensemble and um they're also going to be using like a mixture of like actual instruments and then adaptive music technology which uses tablets and iPhones and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. um and iPads and mobile phones just because like one of the main they were saying that one of the main issues with uh playing an instrument is that if you have a disability and you mac you lack uh physical motor motor skills mm-hmm. you know a lot of instruments you just can't play yeah so that's like what they're using so that they can be inclusive for like other people mm-hmm. who may uh who may lack the 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 motor skills to to play an instrument because they're gonna have some people with like cerebral palsy mm-hmm. and like that sort of thing so <clears throat> that's incredible that's right and it's um it's open to people between the ages of 16 and 30. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I saw that the the, the rate, age range is like massive. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And like creating a space, you know, because like you said um 
I feel like music is so much we, we think about it so much as like you either can do it or you can't mm-hmm. just because of like the nature of it you have to have not only gross motor skills we have to fine motor skills you know what I'm saying like even something that you think is simple like playing timpani mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah you moving you, around you tone you gotta, in and all exactly that. and it's like and it's like you have to be able to um there's so much every instrument requires so much refinement so this is absolutely incredible i'm excited to see i'm uh follow this and see um they don't mention a date about when this is starting but um, yeah they just say like <laughs> september so yeah. that's the the general but i'm sure like there's a couple articles written about this since i've saved this because i saw this like a little bit ago mm-hmm. um didn't get around to like you know putting it on the show and then um since then i've seen a couple more like articles crop up so there might be like some later information keep y'all updated all right y'all so we're moving on to intermission so today dalany all right <laughs> we already know okay katia <laughs> that's a cute name katia i might could name my daughter katia no i would not okay go ahead <laughs> Speaking of kids, I got to tell you, okay, I know you say you don't stand Offset. I know you don't like him. However, um, I need you, since you know you're going to be traveling, to watch his Breakfast Club interview. Like, <sighs> I know that's ridiculous. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I swear. Like, I have a whole new respect for him. I'm, first of all. Oh, I, my goodness. <laughs> first what of, could possibly happen? First of all, I already like Offset. You know, he's my favorite Miko. Oh, well, that's such a small scale. I could see that. <laughs> I mean, take off, take off. I don't know any of them. Take so. off is a close second because he's just, he, he's so blase to me. He's just like minding his business, mm-hmm. being rich. Like that's, <laughs> that's all take off does. That's and, all I want to do. And Quavo, you know, I feel like he took off a little bit. I mean, I think Offset's more in the light now because like he, you know, all that stuff with Cardi and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But like Offset's such a great guy. Like I just, I, I would oh, love So you would him. date Offset? I would not do Offset because I don't have the patience. And you have to make me look a fool. So God going to send you a guy just you like him. He's a great guy, remember? <laughs> I mean, I'm I interested would, to see what could possibly happen. I mean, I want to know I want to know what you... I mean, I didn't finish it. I got... Because, you know, it's a Breakfast Club interview. So I got halfway through. The same thing with Soldier Boy. I'm a sucker for a good Breakfast Club interview because they're, they're good. You know, especially when Charlamagne calms down. Like that's probably like the sole reason why I don't listen to the Breakfast I mean, Club. I really don't like Charlamagne. Charlamagne's not bad on this one. I mean, also like after like the Young Draco thing, like I watched that Breakfast Club interview. I respect the hustle. I like Social Boy is hilarious and he works hard. He's just doing it wrong. <laughs> he should just put that energy into things that aren't not illegal. <laughs> I saw on Twitter it was something that Bernie Sanders had said and they were like what he doing on the breakfast club why they have Bernie Sanders on the book when I saw that mic I was like hold up <laughs> wait hold up Bernie Sanders on the, <laughs> on the oh breakfast. I must find that <laughs> because first of all Charlamagne takes nothing seriously I was like no just oh but you know what what's her name was uh Kamala Harris was on the breakfast club but I mean, she's black but still and also like she got sorority ties I can see that that uh-huh. makes sense to me I don't know anything about it I mean sometimes Charlamagne makes me mad like the young M.A interview years and years and years ago made me mad asking her about her sex life and he wouldn't ask any other woman about that i mean you might but not the way that he was asking young man. the thing that took me that that uh turned me off Charlemagne completely was his interview with little mama oh i gotta go the back one and watch that where she was crying and stuff and it made that meme little mama crying whatever but i actually watched it and he was literally badgering her about why she wasn't making music while her mom was dying in the hospital Oh, and he was like, but what have you been doing though? And but she was like, my mom was dying in the hospital. Like I was spending time with my family. He was like, well, you ain't put no music out, and you ain't. Put-. I'm like, what have you? 
I, I couldn't with him after that. I was like, you're literally gross. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, Charmaine, Charmaine sucks. However, like... I mean, I would listen to... Off- I don't hate Offset. It's just like when I am reminded of that stuff, then I'm like, ugh. I mean, but they all... Them type of people, they all out here doing the same thing. When you got monies... And, and he talked about that. He's like, he's like, I'm married now and blah, blah, blah. He's also... You was ma- Okay. Also, we know men, not to insult anybody, but I mean, facts are facts. The sky is blue... You know, it rains every couple of days, and men don't mature till age forty three. So, and Offset's twenty seven. So, I don't know. I'm not excusing it, but I'm just saying like he's doing pretty great compared to compared to the, the other dudes out here. I just feel like him and them are terrible. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is this this conversation is very difficult to have on air. <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> because you can't say what we really want to say <laughs> however this is not it's not about offset okay so we're gonna play a little activity called alternative universe because there must be some type of whirlwind going on if we're gonna talk about new music today yeah so in this in this game i want you to answer a couple questions for me number one if you could play a different instrument what would it be and why then i want you to tell me which soloist would you would you want to learn from slash me slash all of the above for that instrument and um num- the next question what three concerto concerti i'm sorry eastman education what three concerti or pieces concerti. <laughs> okay concertos <laughs> um, concertos is <laughs> you're annoying what three concerti or pieces would you play with that instrument and finally even though you love this well i'll save that for the end let's say the last one for the end mm-hmm. okay so let's start with the first one what instrument if you could play another instrument what would it be literally anything no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if i can literally anything else professor How? base at eastman listen up because you're a student here no, i'm just kidding <laughs> um that can't be that hard. Let me shut up. Right. Now, now, now my lungs falling through my. <laughs> um, I picked cello. No, you didn't. Are uh, you joking? That's why I asked you. Did you pick it? In? You yeah, like, I picked cello, but I thought you were asking. Oh, well, we might as well just do this together. You picked cello? <laughs> yeah. I love how we didn't. I love, hey, this is hilarious. We didn't even deviate that far. Like, if you line we up. Didn't. We literally we just met, we in met in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> I mean, cello is because what y'all want me to say, trumpet? Now y'all got spit out on the floor and and right. I've thought about other instruments. I don't know. It's not really. I mean, I played flute. You know what I'm saying? It's, I really just I yeah. Like I played flute in the bas- in bassoon and piano, which I would never ever go back to because how y'all are doing piano? I can't. Anyway, um, I picked cello because like there were other instruments that I entertained, but I knew that just opportunity wise and like, just cause it's the world that I know I wanted to stay in the realm of strings. So I thought about viola too, but I was like, mm, no, nah, I'll pick cello. I mean, yeah. I mean this activity, like you could play anything. I'm talking about like playing an instrument the way we play instruments. Yeah. I'm not trying to study flute yeah. or like, you know, at a concert, concert. I'm not trying to study. Like, I can't think of anything else. I'd be like, yeah, man, I want to study this junk. Yeah. You know what because saying? I thought about bassoon cause I, play bassoon and i and i like you know the instrument and whatever but also i thought about just like at this level like the solo opportunities and the chamber opportunities and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i was like yeah i definitely still want to be a string player i mean i didn't think about it that deep i'm okay because for me for cello there was a point in my life where i was like Karain is gonna milk this but i was like 
Um, dang, I messed up. I should have picked cello. <laughs> because remember when I if you, I don't know if you remember when I, I picked viola because my friend was playing viola. Like mm-hmm. I had no concept. I knew I didn't about, even pick bass. <laughs> like I like I knew about violin violin or whatever. I knew you know I picked trumpet. I did sign up for trumpet. Remember I said like I oh, signed we up for trumpet and when I, in fourth grade I signed up for trumpet and viola. Viola because Damari was playing viola and she was like it's lit. And I said okay whatever we get to miss math and trumpet because I want to play trumpet. So I didn't. I wanted to like my mom was like so. But my mom, even at that age, my mom was like, oh, maybe, maybe she'll quit. Like, she's <laughs> she not going to fight me on I'm like, anyone's wants to play trumpet, so whatever. You know, she wasn't going to fight me, even though she didn't want no trumpet in her house. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but when I got to, like, high school and junk, I was like, oh, I messed up. <laughs> I mean, and, like, whatever. I'll get into it. I, I, I absolutely love the viola. I'm in debt because of the viola. It consumes my life. So, of course, I love my instrument. You know, it would be dumb to say, man, I still like cello better. But, like, there was a point where I was like, I should have picked the cello. <laughs> okay so i wouldn't be mad if we got the same anyway okay i don't think we'll have the same you don't pieces. think so oh because i think i know your cello person oh yeah we'll, we'll get there okay so um i don't know cello is all i said why cello is all like it's not like it's just singing to you that thing just mm. i don't even know how to describe it. the cello just sounds so smooth like yeah, it's just, the just I, I think cello is like one of the best sounding instruments it like yeah definitely mm. like top three like i mean i'm trying to think of what's number one I, I mean, think cello cello is number one to me. Really? I think so. It's just like I feel like it's just the most like pleasant to the ear. I mean, I'm I I'm biased. I'm gonna say it. viola because it's like in the middle. It's not too high. You know, cello like it's fine or whatever. I think there's something about the C string on a viola that just gets me. You know? I mean, yeah. So I'm biased. But I mean overall. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm saying overall as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just I'm obviously you know biased. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to anybody. Can you imagine? Well, I think the basses. I mean, some people would be surprised with some of the things that people be playing on the bass these days. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, so which, uh, which soloist for that instrument would you would you meet or want to study with or want to be whatever? I, I mean, I would not want to be mine because of how it went down. But I don't know who yours is <laughs> now that you said that. Um. I s- I picked Misha Maisky yeah, just because Bach. Would you want to study with him or like what? I mean, I guess I don't have any like any insight about like how he is to right. like now say you find like, out oh, he's right a terrible person. Right. He he whipping students and poking them with pencils when you miss a note and all that. <laughs> I've heard of like like people who have teachers that do stuff like that or like you know, and I heard oh yeah my who was it so like my my first teacher always said that you're not supposed to when you're in some position you're not supposed to rest your your like forearm on the base mm-hmm. and like my teacher now doesn't really he's like oh, i don't really think that that's like like it works for some people and some people are like really die hard about like not doing that mm-hmm. he said that he knew someone that used to put tacks around the side of the mm-hmm. base to and i'm like tax yes yeah, so now some, i'm bleeding some violin teachers put tacks on the neck so you don't um have a piece of wrist I'm like, first of all, you're not gonna put no tack right on my baby's violin. Right now, I can tell I, you that right now. Now nah, I'm fighting uh, sepsis and all that because you got rust on that tack, right? That you didn't, you found it in your car, <laughs> on the bottom of the floor. Right now, I'm in there with scurvy because I mean, <laughs> it ain't that. It ain't. It ain't gonna be that, that much for my daughter to have to learn. Well, my sons have to learn the instrument that you're gonna be putting nothing on the instrument. Right. Like, like, we could try again, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, mine is Jacqueline Dupre. Yeah, I yeah. freaking love. I I was I went through a period of time I was obsessed with her because that 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 
over Hollywood, whatever documentary movie thing was on Netflix back in like 2011, 2012. It's, it's, it's good. It's just really dramatic. Like, because it, it shows her like how she didn't really, she resented the cello. So she like put the cello cause they like gifted her like some like dumb expensive cello or whatever. And they, they had a scene where she like put it outside. It's like, it was like sweltering outside. She like, just like over, it's Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. So they gonna do stuff. But, but then, you know, all the stuff that happened, it was, just, it was sad. Her sister, they made her sister like be a little bit more jealous of her than I, I think i i can't remember if her sister was actually jealous of her or i mean probably a little bit probably a little bit but i think you know they played yeah, that up a little pr- bit of course like, damn she probably felt terrible i mean yeah because it's i think rude. her sister and I'm, I'm gonna find it because i think her sister like made a response to the video bet, to the yeah. movie like ciao right um but like i, I used to watch out videos her playing because when I was learning to play expressively and and because like when I got that stuff I had to learn like when people watch me play to be like da, 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 I'd be like I had to learn how to play like that you know I had to I watch people and I mimicked what I liked and then I made it my own like mm-hmm. freaking Janine Yanson taught me like basically everything I know and then I had to like scale it back a little bit yeah. and like but Jacqueline Dupre like she moves a lot and oh yeah there was a scene from the movie where her sister tried to move like her and her flute teacher was like girl <laughs> and I was like wow um but yeah, definitely Jacqueline Dupre. I will. I I wanted. I wanted to meet her. Just touch the even as a violist. Just let me just touch the hammer, yo. Oh, okay. Your fingerboard. So I, <laughs> I mean, she's dead now. But um, I mean that's that just don't be sad. Can you imagine? Yeah, like, her career is so short. I just couldn't imagine like we put so much into these instruments and like anything can happen. And it's like you can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, dang. All right, so we might have some overlap here, but three. Really? Well, we'll see. Three concerto, concerti, or pieces that you will play with this instrument. So the first one I will play is the um, Peso Capriccioso by Tchaikovsky, which is just because I feel like that's one of the one of the pieces that if you tried to play it on bass, it would just be like, "Girl, what are you doing?" Because mm-hmm. like some of them, like we play a lot of things that are like. Mm-hmm. like you know i didn't know you could do that but that piece i feel like it would just mm-hmm. not translate well at all mm-hmm. but yeah i would want to play that one um and i would also want to play so i well, i struggle with this uh so i initially said i wanted to play the third box suite just because that's my favorite suite mm-hmm. but recently i just came across this video of this guy playing uh the prelude to suite six um that's a bob on baroque a five-string baroque cello and i feel like i might have to do that instead but just that movement because i'm not familiar with the whole six suite mm-hmm. but six suite bobs i just and you know bach ain't slick it just get longer and them 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 stuff get longer and longer he go through first suite short and sweet second suite be like and then this gets longer and longer. <laughs> and six week, when I see people do the six week from memory top to bottom, I'll be like, okay, sis, go on in. Dang. Yeah. You doing that for your recital? Um, anyway. <laughs> um, and the last my, one? Yeah, my third piece is the Casado Suite for solo cello, which goes, it's all, all up in the fingerboard and then brrr, It's just. That don't sound fun to me. I don't like playing hard. Actually, none of it, literally none of it sounds like that. But. <laughs> You know, I'm just making up sounds. But <laughs> y'all should listen to it. That piece is lit. And we can link some of these. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ones that aren't obvious. Well, we'll, we'll link them. Mm-hmm. Okay, mine are like really like typical. Yeah. Because like if I'm finna play cello, we playing cello. You feel me? Like no cap. Like that's what we finna do. Mm-hmm. So first one, 
I have to play Elgar. Are you joking? How do you play the cello? Don't play Elgar. Bye. All right. Bye. If y'all can see this. <laughs> Bye. If you can see these movements. That's what you. You know what? That Sphinx next year. I'm going to do that. Whoever's playing cello in the concert, I'm going to be back there doing exactly what you were just doing. You can't tell me y'all think they would think about that when you. Of course. I've never ever thought about. Boy. I've uh, never ever thought. Boy. 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 not like that. <laughs> and you go. I can't That's what it does? The. Da da da. People are literally clicking, <laughs> clicking the episode off as we speak. <laughs> it's just lit i freaking love it and viola doesn't do it justice because there is a version for viola it doesn't it doesn't work yeah, i, I could i wouldn't imagine just because the in the lower part i play i played it for for gratification because i just loved the concerto i was just like let me just it, it was just like it doesn't do anything you know what i'm saying but i was your big sound okay the second thing <laughs> is the um second movement of chike six I'm playing cello. I need to play that. Oh, dang. That was on my um, auto skills midterm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I had to sing that. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Then, I didn't know we was talking about orchestral pieces. Now yeah. I feel... I said dang. it can share no pieces. Brahms three third movement. I might have to... <gasps> Da, 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 yeah, not my favorite. What? This I, don't, I don't know, girl. I don't. I don't mind it. You know, only thing, only beef I got with Brahms is Brahms too, and not even all of Brahms too. Because that, when it starts to ascend, you know, I can't sing, so I'm not even gonna try that part because I'm gonna lose the pitch immediately. But <laughs> and it's not even update. It's not even all of Brahms too because the viola's got this one little moment. I mean, like in in like the first movement i'm like okay maybe we could do we might could do that part yeah then when it goes all right it's staccato that's what it say he wrote it but you were like that it's telling it's nothing i'm playing i'm like i'm not gonna have my teacher out here he did not write like that okay last one is Mahler too because as a bass player you don't you don't you appreciate it but you don't appreciate it much as i do what do you mean? Like, because Viola's don't get to play that. At least you get to play that as a bass player. Oh, I, I see what you see what I'm saying? saying? But, like, but I feel like for that, I would rather play bass and cello. Yeah, because it's lower. Cause it, <laughs> and then Mahler, he, he's he's just so, um, what do you call that? Like, free. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, but there's a specific word I'm thinking of. Um, But with the extension, so it'd be mm-hmm. a whole bunch of... And it's, but yes. if, I was, if I was playing cello... I must play that. Yeah. Bum, but nah, man, he did that. Like, <laughs> now I'm just thinking about all these cello melodies. <gasps> the opening of Divorce Shock 8. Oh, oh I, I you stand must. That I just, that, no, nah, that opening, mm-hmm. that whole piece, because it's like, it's fine. There are certain parts in that piece that's like, the whole, the thing as a whole is like, you know. Mm-hmm. But that particular, the opening, I would be milking that. I, I wouldn't actually want to play in the orchestra because then they, they would be tired of me. Because I'd be like, man, they'd be like, this is not your recital. I would be in trouble. 
I, I remember I was I forgot what exercise I was working on, and Melissa was like, "Katie, you can't do that slide because if everybody did that slide, it would sound terrible." I'm like, "Why well, ain't everybody?" Oh, <laughs> okay. Can you imagine if I said that to Melissa? Matt? Oh, she would curse me out. She wouldn't curse me out, but I would I would die on the inside. It's the look alone. Because mm-hmm. she'd probably be like, "All right, fine, then go on an audition, do that." <laughs> she probably I'll just let this take care of itself. <laughs> Melissa Madsen is so sweet, but like Father God, she scares me. Okay, um, so here's here's the question. Yeah, after all this, whatever instrument you would rather play in an alternative universe, could your instrument do it better? What do you mean, like just in general? Would I like, rather like if I could switch? Would I? Yeah. Nah, I feel like I'm in too deep anyway. So I'm about to say like. Elgar don't transfer well on viola, but like, man, I stand viola because it's just so like we in the middle, you know what I'm saying? Like, some viola melodies will just like take your whole heart and just like turn around. Like, and you could, we could sound like a violin, we could sound like a cello if we want to. Like, I remember I was uh, we I did that 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 camp or whatever, um, in Albuquerque, and I auditioned for this thing that I didn't get, and um. When I was walking out, someone was like, that was a viola? Like, the viola can sound like... Your viola. That's not what I meant, but... Your viola. That's not what I meant, but... That's what I mean. I know I know what you mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying, in general, like, the viola has so many faces. It could just sound like so many things, and, like, I would never trade that for the world. Like, I stand. Alto, Fli- Alto Clef Gang stand up. Gang, right. gang. Wow. Okay, my answer is just simple. We out here. Stand up. Okay. I feel like. Oh my goodness. So. Is that it? (laughs) Not is that it. (laughs) Good boys are fudge. Stand up. What? The spaces. Oh, those are the spaces. <laughs> I can't do outside cliff, I, and I drew oh. the line at outside cliff because I, it'd be different. Because some of them was flute players, like oh my god, we gotta do it. I'm y'all like, y'all read one, everything. y'all read one cliff. We read three, and I was like, I draw the line here. I can't do, I can't do it. Outside cliff ain't even that bad. <laughs> we only read two because cliffs, I, so I already, I already, it looks um, like ten cliff already. Like sometimes I find myself <laughs> switching clefts when I'm playing, and JB be looking at me like. Are you good? Like, cause I'll just start playing wrong notes. I'm like, I don't know why, but I just started reading this in tenor clef, and it's in treble clef, <laughs> or some or Yikes. some variation of those. I mean, we got two clefs, but we mainly playing in alto clef. Well, but yeah, um, thanks for coming to our alternative universe. Uh, let us know which if you would play a different instrument, what would it be? Do you agree with us? Do you stand these people like we do? Cause Jack and the Prey say something about her. Cause we could fight. Um in the instagram comments i'm just playing but not really okay <laughs> let us know you, what you think and we are moving on all right y'all we're back and we are here with uh, a special guest today her name is jasmine Deccan, and we're talking about new music um we've said some stuff in the past about our feelings about new music so we're doing a little uh, a little rotating series yet another one uh called convince us so jasmine is here um, a new music connoisseur, if you will, <laughs> expert, you know, all of that. Uh, you know, new music queen. Okay, I didn't know you were going to say all of that. <laughs> <laughs> She's here to try to convince us to see if we could like new music. We're going to keep an open mind. Um, we're going to be trifling along the way because this is Classically Black Podcast. 
Um, so hey, Jasmine. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? How's your day? It was good. Actually, I was supposed to have some new music rehearsal, but it was canceled. I know how you feel Isn't about God that. faithful? No, please. Won't <laughs> <laughs> he do it? Won't he will? <laughs> I'm done. How are you enjoying the snow squall? <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, um, in Rochester, it gets so hellacious that we have snow squalls, which are like little mini blizzards. Um, so apply to Eastman in the fall, guys. Oh, <laughs> All right, Jasmine, so tell us about yourself. I go to Eastman. I'm a second year master's student um, for oboe performance and literature. And I'm from Queens, New York. Yeah. Jasmine is so good, y'all. <laughs> She's one of them $70,000 A's that we were talking about oh, right. a couple episodes ago. Excuse me? What was it? When we were talking about that... Um, what was it the principal flutist in in Boston Symphony who was like getting paid seventy? Oh my god, less seventy thousand dollars less than the oboist. Yeah, because that, he yeah. plays the A. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, y'all could be playing, y'all could be paying Jasmine seventy thousand for Please. for yeah. A. I I would also play the A for ten dollars. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you need, baby girl, I can help. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, Jasmine. So how did you get into new music? So it was of a slow process I, for, I in, imagine in, okay i'll be good i'll I, be good i'll be I, good i, I'll I be... made that trap for myself okay. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> no, so in college my undergrad teacher um so the father of my oboe teacher from undergrad he's a composer and he wrote a piece dedicated to him so dedicated to his son and it wasn't it wasn't really a crazy piece at all it was pretty mild so yeah what i liked about the piece was like it had a form the first movement was this slow and ethereal, like nice short movement, and the second was really rhythmic, but it was not conventional at all. Like it sounded kind of weird, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started playing and purchased new music, and my so I went to SUNY Purchase for undergrad. And I hey, SUNY Purchase, you know where Eddie went? Yeah, he went there. He went there. Hey, Eddie, we went to, shout out to Eddie. We went to two of the same schools, Purchase oh, and Queens. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to Eddie. Yeah. So I started playing and purchased new music ensembles and then didn't play new music again for like a while until I came to Eastman. And then I did new, um, Osea and Musica Nova, which I love. Yeah, I'm what are those I for people it, who don't? I do it every semester. So Osea is a student-run contemporary ensemble and then Musica Nova is um, like more, it's it's a class and it's led by Brad Lubman who, is, who um, conducts several several contemporary ensembles all mm-hmm. over the world yeah i so, really like brad i yeah, might i might brad. could have what? done that i might could have done that with brad because he's always like he's good he's really good yeah, yeah. Really, really you should good. do it too well, bad i graduate too, too oh alas you know well you you could really do a couple concerts with oc before yeah you could mm-hmm. I can, sister I can email. i'm booked i'm so sorry i'm gonna check my schedule um get back to you okay let's move on <laughs> wow okay <laughs> Ooh, so uh, what do you like about new music? What I like the most about new music is that it lets us explore all the different things that our instruments can do. like, Or that you forced them to do. <laughs> Literally what you Listen, <laughs> no, no, no. We don't have to play like some pretty legato line all the time. Like... We can we can make other sounds like that's what I love about it. I mean, yeah, and, but and can you can't yeah you like the sound of my viola dropping on the ground, <laughs> my bow flinging around in the air. 
bend your string all the way back. Are you done? <laughs> like, <laughs> you wrap it around and then let it go. <laughs> There's a sound. So are you done? Or? <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off. What was you saying? <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't remember. No, no, no. Go ahead, Jasmine. We're so, listening. Just like all the sounds you can make and like the the different rhythms. It's new music mostly is way more rhythmic and it's just, yeah. I love the challenge. Like usually if I am learning a piece for Musica Nova or Osea or any other contemporary piece, I just feel like so much reward after because it's like, wow, I learned all these rhythms. I learned yeah, how but... to like, do these extended techniques mm-hmm. with my instrument mm-hmm. um, and I'm conveying like ideas that i never would have with other pieces yeah so it's like it's really rewarding at the end yeah i bet I can yeah. See so you have any future plans before we dive in what you what you gonna be out and popping doing beyonce beyonce trey songs yeah. trey songs canceled? so <laughs> oh, he ain't doing nothing yet right i don't think so oh okay <laughs> oh, sorry. It's only a matter of time. Somebody's... Only a matter of time. You say his name next week. Uh, Tracy. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So being a master's student, second year, second year, second semester, like I still haven't, you know, solidified all my plans yet. But right. I, I have applied to like some some new music festivals in Europe, and like. In addition to new music, I'm also really into baroque music, which is the complete opposite. Complete opposite. <laughs> complete opposite side of the spectrum but um i'm really into that so mm-hmm. i just want to get more into it and see where i end up well, i'm excited for you girls gonna be somewhere spectacular somewhere mm-hmm. I'm, i bet all right well i know um so delaney how you feeling about how you feel about new music yeah how do you feel delaney oh <laughs> uh, so i'm i'm <laughs> a little bit i feel like i have a little bit less of an aversion to it than katie does Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't hate new music. I just we gotta draw the line somewhere. Okay, I don't hate. Okay, continue. I don't hate new music. <laughs> you just say one positive thing about it ever. <laughs> <coughs> but like I said, like the other on that on the Sphinx episode, I listened to my little viola duet. Father my, God. <laughs> like I, you know, I like like I played in Osea before too, and yeah. although. Everything in me was telling me to say no. Um, somebody in my studio who played, who like loves new music and lived for it, was like, he put my name out there because he wanted me to try it, and I was like, nah. But he's like, I'm just giving your name. Well, he didn't tell me he was gonna give them my name, but they were like, the concert is blah blah blah. We don't have anybody. Oh my god, can you help us? And I think this was my, f- this had to have been my freshman year then, because I still had a heart and was like, okay, I'm gonna help them. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But um, but yeah, it honestly wasn't bad, like, and it was one of those pieces where you do up the up the string and popping. You didn't have fun. No, no, I'm saying like it was one of those, okay. and I did have fun, like because every every now and then it is nice to see on the page the text that says play any note, mm-hmm. like when it just has a box and it doesn't have. I anything. do that anyway. I don't need no text to tell me. <laughs> but now I'm just like, oh, I, I don't gotta worry about playing the right notes. I can just play whatever. Okay, like. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I like new music to a certain extent, but then when you get into that, where it's like it's venturing into like now you're using inanimate objects and you mm-hmm. concerto for three half-eaten blueberry muffins and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> then I'm like, all right, now hold up. That's not even like someone someone wrote a trio for three chairs. I'm like, that's not a, that's not a piece. Yeah. Like, but that's different. That's like more like performance art. Performance. Performance art. Yeah. <laughs> it's performance. All right. It's an action. I see where you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I so that's kind of where I draw the line for me. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be tonal. But you gotta have. I can't just feel like I'm in an enigma, like I'm in a snow globe, and whatever happens, happens, you know. But what about you, Katie? Okay. Oh gosh. I don't hate <coughs> new music. Why don't look at me like that, Jasmine? <laughs> because okay, so when you when I when you audition, a lot of times schools ask you for a piece that was written after like whatever last twenty years or blase blase. So I was like. Guess I ain't going to Eastman. So <laughs> I'm fine. So I, you know, I had to do new music. I like new music that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Jennifer Hignan, Blue Cathedral. It's just loud and luscious, or whatever. So that reminds me of Bruckner. Or like um, Incantation. Augusta Reed Thomas was here like a couple weeks ago. She wrote that piece. I love that piece. And it makes sense. It's, it's weird and it has, but I don't know. It, it makes a lot of sense to me. And it's an ABA form. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It has structure. Yeah. It has it has structure. You know, it has meaning. It has reoccurring themes. Mm-hmm. So stuff that reminds me of, of traditional music or whatever, like romantic music or classical music that isn't too much, you know, now I'm hitting my viola and doing extra pizzicatos and sliding up and down like i just don't like stuff like that and you know I, I be, i'm trying to be careful when i say stuff like that because when brahms came around people were like this yeah. stuff is too new you know what i'm saying when Mo- when my Mo- molar okay when Mahler came around <laughs> <laughs> you know people are like what is this what is this junk you know what yeah. i'm saying so i understand that but i just don't like new music to me like the real new stuff like the stuff i played in orchestra it does too much and not enough at the same time like that's mm-hmm. literally it'll be like you have a box on your page and just play these notes randomly and with the arrow going through and and or to draw a picture of a tree and be like follow me as we build a tree like <laughs> no no I, I swear i was working at this music uh camp and she's like oh you want to see the score for this piece it literally it was a drawing oh. she's like this is the score I'm like, this is a drawing <laughs> it was literally a a drawing i'm like like, really and now i gotta i gotta have a legend so that i could now this is written in in hieroglyphics and i gotta be in the library for 72 hours exactly now we now we not into the museum just to play a little piece i'm not that stuff is too much it's it's like you could push the envelope but like now the envelope is paper mache so (laughs) okay no i had a thought i feel like when a lot of the times when we play new music People are comparing it. Like you mentioned, like you like things that remind you of like classical or romantic. But I feel like I I just separate the two. Like it's in a it's in a different realm. So when I'm not comparing, I just have more fun. And then I realize and then I like I interpret the music differently. I'm like, oh wow, like this is a weird sound. I wonder what the composer was thinking or like why did he why did he give me this with the trumpet? And it's like I don't know. It's just a different realm. And, like, I want to be careful because I do respect, like, composers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I respect people who are, like, writing new music because someone, music has to continue on. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? I completely understand that. But to me, it's like, I haven't yet had an experience with new music that I felt fulfilled after playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get to an end of a Brahms symphony, it's who number two. And it's like, wow. <laughs> and it's like, 
it's like big and it's massive. You get yeah. the, like you know you get to the end of like a huge romantic piece and it's all luscious and the horns are blaring or not or not even you get to the end of something like a Shostakovich symphony and and, and it it dies out. You know mm-hmm. I feel fulfilled when I play things like that. I just don't. I have yet to have. Um, a performance with new music and I'm and I'm like you know I've been playing viola for a minute so it's like I've had I've had I've had to do these things you know I've yet to have an experience where I felt fulfilled at the end and mm-hmm. I I just don't like that I don't like playing something and be like all right we did that you know what I'm saying I, mm-hmm. I don't know it's, it's just that's just my take on it but also well I don't know what settings you play new music in but like I feel like uh, experience playing like if I were to play new music in like Phil then like if I were to play it in Osea it's like different because you're with people who like study new music and they know how to rehearse it in like a different yeah. way like they treat it differently mm-hmm. so that's why because I honestly I did have fun in Osea and I would do it again mm-hmm. if I had the time but um yeah so I feel like it's also sort of like like how Jasmine was saying like separating them it's like if you if you treat it differently in terms of like how you rehearse it and like the things that you're listening for and looking for it, when there are things to listen for, then then like maybe I don't know like maybe it'll be a good experience because like I felt the same way about baroque music too, but that's a whole other a whole mm-hmm. other story and I've and I've like delved in, kind of into both of them since I've been here and I probably would have never tried new music had someone thrown me under the bus, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's let's jump into it. Delaney might be a little bit easier, like she said. Yeah. But let, let's jump into it. So, Jasmine, you have a piece that's a good intro to the music. Like, if you were talking to people who weren't, because we're musicians, so we can like decipher the music and, and have respect for something. But mm-hmm. if you were talking to somebody, you know, on the street, what's a piece of mu- new music that you would introduce to them? I would introduce uh, Schoenberg's Chamber Symphony Number One. You started one. with Schoenberg. Yeah. So <laughs> I said, okay, I said, find a piece to introduce people. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> because, so watch these new music experts like yell at me, but I call it. Okay, um, anybody coming for Jasmine on my watch. Okay, <laughs> gang, gang, you can meet me. Oh, um, gang, gang. <laughs> gang, gang. I call it a modern Don Juan. And I hope you guys could see why. Yeah, you know, I'm open. play getting down though <laughs> see <laughs> no I could, I could do that that t- that actually sounds completely normal to me because i like hindemith i like mm. so it, like I, I don't know schoenberg i've heard like that he's very obscure but like that doesn't sound obscure to me like pretty much at all like, it, it didn't sound obscure to me i might could do that i just don't like you know how like okay so yes i could see the don juan influence mm-hmm. or if, if it was what, influence what, what about it i don't like how like okay i don't like how on the like in the bottom but there's no like base to it it's like mm. it feels like even though obviously it's organized obviously whatever it's like there's no there's no bottom to it like don juan you have bum and there's stuff happening underneath and it like mm. it makes a little bit more sense even though strauss is a little bit more out there as well mm-hmm. but i could do that mm-hmm. i could do it it wouldn't be my first pick 
you know what I'm saying, by any stretch of the imagination. Because I don't like how, even though it makes sense, it still feels like it's floating. I don't know. And also, I don't really like Schoenberg like that. How do you do classical music? Because I feel like it'd be all like, yeah. right in whatever, whatever. Right. I, I don't like think chamber. I'm a, but they're still like bass. Chamber. I mean, yeah, yeah but like, they something. all like two bass players and both of y'all play on one hair and whatever. <laughs> like, you could have just had one person play on two hairs. Like, but I don't know. Because I was just like, like, I get what you're saying. But also, like, is there places like in the piece where it is like that? The very beginning. Okay. Let's, let's let me, try that. Let me hear the, let me hear the beginning. You could do yeah. that. I could, I, could right. do, I could do that. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> say the name of the piece again for the people. Sternberg Chamber Symphony Number no. 1. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like it? Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right. I so. could do it. Let's hope the next one isn't a far cry. <laughs> um, so, for the second one, can you tell us your favorite piece of all time at the moment? That's music. So, this I played last year um, with Music Nova, actually, and it's... um. Ligeti's Chamber Concerto. Ligeti? Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's why he I... weird, I, I dog. Wanted... <laughs> yeah. And that's why I thought he would be a good example because, like, it shows you, like, Ligeti also, he composed a lot of different kinds of music. I'm about and... to say, because the Ligeti that I know, the Ligeti viola sonata be moving in quarter tones. I'm like, how you do that oh. on the oboe? I don't... Mm-hmm. People, like, we always be like, I aspire to play Ligeti. Ligeti. I'm like, I aspire to play Don Juan in tune <laughs> without rushing, and that's it. Like, Ligeti? That's but the aspiration. That's this, the top. What if, okay, what if you thought about it this way? Like, if you learn pieces by people like Ligeti and, like, other, you know, contemporary composers, it will make you a better player of the music that you mentioned. I already have a very loose uh, grasp on pitch. So, to, <laughs> doing quarter tones and that sort of thing would just mess me up. Oh, man. And also, like, that's what A2s are Not for. Not necessarily. Okay, Kreutzer. okay. My teacher's like, sis, it's a whole step. Why is it? Ah. one time when I tell you one time he was like I I was doing this one fingering where I didn't change over the string because it was like the timbre or whatever he was like well rather rather there's a change in the timbre than it's a quarter tone sharp I was like wow Wow. he was fed up (laughs) wow he was done Man, we gotta do an episode on stuff teachers have they next. <laughs> like this be or read. You'd be like, Wait, hold on, you just came from my life. I'm like, Well, I'm doing it's it's Bach uh Schoenberg edition. What you talking about? Right, you know he ain't no batch came back and he was All like right. batch. <laughs> Alright, we ain't even hear the piece. <laughs> what's, what's the name of it again? So it's by Ligeti and it's his chamber concerto. This is the third movement. Why don't you look like that?
Okay. So the first three seconds of that, I was on board. And because mm-hmm. when I heard like the, the pits, first three seconds, no, for because within like the first like three seconds, the pizzicato was had some sort of like pattern, mm-hmm. like rhythm. And then I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden it started going, and I was just like, all right. <laughs> so it's kind of like when you popping popcorn. Yeah. Like that's without yeah. what the, the pizzicato was doing. Like it was mm-hmm. like, it was getting a little bit too random. But that's what I like. That's one of the aspects of modern music that I love because it's like, what is that sound? Or it it creates like images in your mind like popcorn or something it's like mm-hmm. what's wrong with that i don't know <laughs> okay so i actually like that yeah i might listen to all of it because and a harpsichord in it, so. because i was like harpsichord and then it sounded like wakanda when it was like came out and like the pits started getting random wakanda. The, the <laughs> you know when they started coming all them them monkey things or whatever those were to the barrier that's what it sounded like and also like I don't know, like, that piss was kind of like, okay, like, I, I feel like I could see myself having fun having to figure that out because mm-hmm. we're figuring out where the pits have to go, you know, because it's so random. So I know it sounds weird, but, like, I could get down with that. And the harpsichord was, like, a nice <laughs> surprise. I was like, okay, liggity. Okay, liggity. No, one of the things that I realized, like, when you said, like, figuring out where the pits kind of goes, one of the reasons why I don't like music like that it's because I like to get lit to everything. So if it does not have like something, I can't dance to that. And I was like, wait, can I show you? I can dance to that. You know, I started milling, I started milling rocking when that part came, came up. But when they were doing that random pitch, I can't. Yeah. Cause I, cause I twerked to Beethoven too. And I twerked to Mozart and brought like, so it's not like. Now you, now you slip a disc because you try to (laughs) match up those pitches. You want to show us, (laughs) Jasmine's fed up. (laughs) You want to show us another section? Yeah. Is it not lit? That's lit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. That's lit. So what? What is that slapping? Yeah, that's in the that's in the bass. Oh, now you now you got a, a hammer right. on your neck. Now they trying to figure out why I gotta crack the length of my whole fingerboard. I can't play nothing on the E string because the whole part off. <laughs> <laughs> Like, cause some people use different bows, like even for Colinio. So I'm like, what y'all, y'all be using plastic bases for that kind of stuff? Cause I told you somebody in my yeah. studio brought, brought out a mallet and was bang, 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 bang on, on the top of the <laughs> instrument. I'm like, yo, you, your luthier bills must be through the roof. <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> oh my God. What y'all be doing? Yeah. You never know. Sometimes people have like spare or, you know, second instruments or even for oboists, like we'll have um, a plastic top. Um, usually that's like to protect from the cold or something, but maybe we could just do crazy, crazy stuff on it. So y'all, y'all have like a separate instrument insurance where it's like, <laughs> right. The rate is like, they hate- well, it's just the rec- like recommended to have a second oboe or a, pl- a second top at least. But for new music, I do make different reads. Like I make wild, crazy reads so I can do like different techniques. And for orchestra, I have like, Craft. like, um, what do you call it? More stable reads so that I don't sound crazy <laughs> in orchestra. Yeah. Okay. Flexible. Sculpture. Okay, goodbye. Okay, artiste. I was just about to say artiste. Artiste. 
artista. It's like he never when SpongeBob had that big old thing of marble and he just tap. I do remember that. That's that cane, right? That cane in, you just tap and then it just into a bunch of reeds. Jasmine with an oboe, extraordinary. You should see them right now. Okay, we got one more. Okay, so piece number three, something a little bit more out there. But you're convinced that if we can understand it, we will like it. Well, that's what you messed up. Assuming I'm understanding. <laughs> I mean, you understand it. So, I choose The Will to Adorn by George Lewis. I'm actually, we're currently doing that in Music Nova. Um, and we're performing it in March. And this actually is the only piece so far, only contemporary piece that I've played written by a black composer. Now you got me on the hood. Um, I set up a little. <laughs> so George Lewis has a heavy jazz background, and improvisation is really his thing, and you, you can tell in his compositions as well. And I'll play a section that represents that. <laughs> girl (laughs) yes so that that part that section was not nearly as like bad as i was expecting because i heard the previous whatever you was playing before we turned the mics on that sounded should we go back to that section i mean it literally sounded you know when oh you know what it sounded like so my mom be on my neck for eating late so when she be asleep (laughs) And I'm trying to get a pot, a pot out the bottom. I need that one pot that's at the bottom of the stack. And then now I knock them all over and they bang, 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 bang and wake her up. That's exactly what it's like. You know what like. it sounds like to me? Have you seen um, Mary Poppins and that dude that uh, that draws the chalk? He has a machine that he wears in one scene where it got like a drum on the back and like, you know what I'm talking about? And a cymbal and like the chimes and he walking around. He's like, what's going on? That's what it sound like. It sound like, uh-huh. and it definitely sound like Eeyore in there for them. We song. You didn't hear that? It sound like a donkey. We song. Is Eeyore a donkey? Not the point. Is he? Let's, let's Is, discuss. Is he? Is Eeyore a donkey? Eeyore? I think so, right? Yeah. Isn't he? I'm gonna look it up. But that particular section, I actually like that way Way more better than the junk yeah. you played. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the play? <laughs> Wow, dang. The junk man. And it's the only black composer now we on his neck. Okay, Florence Price was writing in 2-4 in and 4-4 four, four and whole notes and half notes. <laughs> Listen, I could do, like, ugh, I remember when I was learning Hindemith Sonata, I'm like, why is this in 5-16? Why? 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 What is that doing for you? That happens. To whom? I just played a piece where it was... one eight. I'm like, one eight? What is that doing for you? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Literally, the first Why? movement of the Hindemith Bass Sonata, there are no more than three consecutive measures with the same time signature, mm-hmm. key signature, and clef. One of them, at least one of them changes every three measures. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. But anyway. He's a donkey, but he's a stuffed animal. That's why it's confusing. You really Google oh, Eeyore? I wanted you. to know. You didn't want to know? Oh, he thick, though. He That's thick. why he... He thick. Oh. <laughs> I can't even pass on Walking around with all that thing. Uh-uh. Wow. Thick. <laughs> this is... <laughs> thick. Do-do-do. That's new music. I could do that. No. 
All right. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I'm listening. Go ahead, Jasmine. Oh, play the section. <laughs> yeah. What are you possibly? What was that? I was dancing. Two. <laughs> okay, that part's cool. Okay. But I gotta listen to all of that just to get to a little bump bump. <laughs> I liked all of it. You liked all of it, Jasmine? Yeah. First of all, okay, my, my ears go to the strings, right? Mm-hmm. So I envision myself having to play that part. And I envision myself finessing it. Because it's... Like, all this stuff, I ain't playing these notes for what? You can't even hear it because what you got, you got pots and pans above you. <laughs> but you hear it. It's challenging. But they're doing it. They're playing it. Yeah, it's I'm possible. Sure. Yeah. So do yeah. you listen to this? Now I do. So, Before, okay, I didn't until I was, like, being assigned this mm-hmm. stuff. But now I, I actively look for it. Uh, contemporary composers music okay because i would play that because that reminds me like because i played like the piece i played in oco was by andrew norman okay so yeah like he's well known and like mm-hmm. he ain't nothing about what he doing normal so like mm-hmm. i would play something like that but i wouldn't listen to that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. unless i had to you know what i mean yeah a couple episodes ago we did like a travel like a travel um playlist, playlist. there's mm-hmm. the word and one of the categories is like what's on your travel playlist for at, in regards to classical music like pieces yeah what new music if i give you out of if i would give you 10 pieces 10 pieces of music that would be on your travel playlist how much of that would you say would be new music like and new music that that resembles this or in this style mm-hmm. i don't know what you would call this performance art then no that's not performance art performance arts is like concerto for iphone but right. like <laughs> or like doing yeah but like you know what I, you know what i'm talking about like mm-hmm. in this style probably a third of it okay mm-hmm yeah like i'm not saying other music is bad no of I course i really course. love new music that's good though i mean i respect but I also that. love like Mahler and yeah so delaney how, how she do did she convince you i mean <clears throat> my stomach still feels okay so like because <laughs> i gotta honestly, go it's it's time <laughs> you you, the first two things that you that you play i would listen to the third i would play but i wouldn't listen to you mm-hmm so, like, I wouldn't, because I don't think that it's not terrible. I think that's a little mm, to listen to. But I remember, like, playing it and being, like, you know, like, you know, looking over there. What they doing over there? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's kind of cool, especially if you're not, if you're not used to it. And, and it's, it's refreshing, like, for if you if you play the same type of, you know, music all the time. Because right. I'm not, I'm not that versatile as a musician like i'm i'm a bass player but i don't play jazz i don't you know a lot of people are like oh i'm in a band whatever whatever like no i just play classical music and some and i've studied baroque music too but i don't have like a baroque instrument that i can play all the time and i'm not in baroque orchestra anymore so like i'm very like always in orchestra so when i get to do stuff like playing wind orchestra or um or like playing new music then like i'll do that so like i would i would definitely play the last piece but as far as like, will I have that bumping when I could be listening to some Beethoven or some YG? Then like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, like for me, you definitely like you speak passionately about, about new music. So I'm like, you know, you my friends. So I'm like, okay, let me. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a listen to some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely, um, I definitely like the Liggity for sure. Um, and I like I agree with Delaney. I will play the third one. You know, especially like when I'm in the orchestra, I have no choice. I'm gonna have to play. <laughs> I'm gonna have to play. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd rather play something that I enjoy. So I re- I'm gonna I would seek out like how can I enjoy this piece? Like what is going on about it that I can like hang on to so i'm definitely gonna take a listen you have to write some names down as um and i'm I'm gonna try again because like you made some good points so um yeah because like i feel like tonal like tonal music and like things that are like quote-unquote normal like that does not equal good because when i tell you i was literally fighting back vomit when i play copeland Mm -hmm. like so copeland is it's okay i don't hate copeland i hate it (laughs) It's so <laughs> terrible. It's Appalachian Appalachian Spring is. I guess. I like that. I mean, yeah, it's like not every second of it is agony, but like enough of it. So it's like I just don't. I don't want people to think that like it's because it's it's not tonal. It's because it has some obscure yeah. instruments. It's like like I said, there's a line. Yeah. But and like we, we've said it on the show, there's plenty of music that we don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's plenty of Brahms, my favorite composer, the second symphony doesn't go, baby boy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there's not very many composers that I'm like, like some people just like don't like composers. And a, like, a whole up. composer? I do not like Strauss. I like this modern like Don Juan, but <laughs> I don't, I'm I not don't a, like a, a fan of Strauss. Like, especially because I don't listen to a lot of Strauss though, so I can't talk on my neck. But I remember when I first heard Ein Heldenleben, I was like, what is this? But how do you not like Ein Heldenleben? Because I had never heard it in context. <clears> and then, because I'd always heard the excerpts, and I was like, I, I just realized I've never heard Ein Heldenleben. So I looked it up, and I was like, this is not what I was expecting. It's so not everybody good. everybody got to play everything at the same time. But it's, it's all, it's, it's thick, and like, one thing I hate about Strauss is like, everything is an E major and above. Like, you can play it also, mm-hmm. stuff could be thick and not be that. <clears throat> you know, like, Tchaikovsky got some thick stuff, yeah. Brahms got thick stuff, Mar- it still has nuance like i listen yeah. to strauss i'm like what are you trying to prove <laughs> yeah it's a very like it's flashy and virtuosic so that's kind of it can get like uh but like and i don't also, know i like strauss and i'm mm-hmm. i mean i don't hate strauss or, or anything but i'm also a fan of composers that show they show that they knew what they were doing and they show like um that they're knowledgeable in all the instruments or in most instruments in the orchestra and you see that so many times like with with bass parts like you could tell like y'all didn't know a thing about this instrument mm-hmm. when you wrote this and like there are composers like prokofiev that quintet i'm like he must have studied that instrument up and down because nobody wrote anything that comp- comprehensive yeah. in terms of in terms of chamber music for bass or I, I wrote a whole essay on that so that's why i'm like piping up on that but tchaikovsky and brahms they they knew you know the instruments that they were writing for so why do we even get into this conversation but anyway um but i feel like strauss oh that's how we did because i feel like strauss was just like oh everybody could play everything in unison we'll just lump it in i'm like it's not the same thing <laughs> i'm like why is our why is our i don't even accept the same as the violin except that doesn't make any sense and that doesn't make sense like but so that's that's why i got a bone to pick with strauss and you got us playing all in the stratosphere meanwhile you could you could have wrote us a sonata <laughs> but anyway <laughs> i digress um, but yeah, I already said my opinion about those pieces. I would, I would definitely play the play the last one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so would I. You gonna have to put me on, okay? I will. Mm-hmm. Let me give me some names and yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. check back in with y'all and mm-hmm. see if I because um, I'm not hard headed. Like I could, I could change. You know. All right now, Jasmine got Kate, Katie gonna be out here snapping her viola. I'll play some duets. <laughs> Wait, one step at a time, sis. One, <laughs> one step at a time. Next time you see Katie, she gonna be. 
<laughs> you imagine you saw me you doing that young you changing your whole your whole mm-hmm. recital program gonna be changing the pegs and now you right. tune and now I'm inside the piano playing it <laughs> inside now you, you break dancing while playing your viola and performance art says yeah. I come cascading from the balcony and hatch <laughs> playing with my, on my right shoulder your viola strings is D double sharp and, and mm-hmm. F flat and yeah and I turn my viola upside down and bow on the varnish yeah you can put your chin rest on your scroll and yup then, and then and then move my bridge back and forth like, oh yeah, that sounds like good to me. <laughs> like a chip. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Jasmine. Thank you. And you survived. I did. I don't know how, but I. Did. <laughs> no. no, thank you for having me. And we're moving on. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everybody at the top. Who you got this week, Delaney? All right, so this week goes out to my friend, David Robinson. Hey, David. <laughs> so me and David went to high school together, and, like, I went to an arts high school. And so David was a vocalist there, and he was involved in, like, a lot of different stuff. Like, obviously, the vocalists had to do choir, and so they, you know, were classically trained in that. And, and he was in gospel choir, too. But David, let me tell you about him, because my ages so he um David's even a little bit younger than me and I'm usually young for my for my uh grade Mm -hmm. um so when we were seniors in high school he wrote produced and like recorded his his own album Mm -hmm. um and I was like Mm-hmm. because what You're right all the work goes into that exactly. you wrote everything on this album recorded yourself he did like all the vocal like you know they'd be layering, yeah, layering. Stuff. he did and it sounded like a like a professional album that's crazy right and and since then he's come out mm-hmm. with i think like, two more and he's like, okay toured and like i just I just didn't know that David was going to be out here like this. Like, he'd be doing music videos. Okay. And all this, like, his his music is, is on all the streaming platforms, like, mm-hmm. if y'all want to listen. But he's since, like, you know, like, I know he's he's a classically trained vocalist, but we've talked about, like, other black excellences that have, like, since, like, used that to move on to other things, like Marco. He's mm-hmm. a recording artist, too. Um, but, yeah, I just love David's platform. Like, he's just so, like, artistic in everything that he does. Like, he has the most amazing cover art for his albums. Um, he has, like, really, like, professional-looking videos. Mm-hmm. And, like, right now he's a um, a junior at the Berklee College of Music. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He out here doing it. I just seen him the other day. He was in a fashion show. I was like, all Come right. Come on, fashion so. show. I was like, all right, so. He walked in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was like, and he was. I was like, okay, strut. I was like, you know what, Davidson? I don't. Uh, Davidson. Okay. David Robinson. I was like, all right, David. I don't want to hear nothing else from you because every time I turn around, you, you on my timeline, giving me life, and now right. my edge is on the floor. But yeah, I'm gonna link um David's website. See, he got a website and everything. Meanwhile, all I got is a Facebook. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got. And it won't um, be nothing else. Well, I mean, you do got that spray. Relax. This is about y'all see, this is y'all about, see, I'm doing a joint black excellence. This, this is week. we're not y'all doing see, this. We, <laughs> this is not what we're going to do. <laughs> anyway, we'll link Katie's article in the description as well. It's not, it's but, about David. but I'll also link David's website um so that y'all can listen to his music, listen to um uh, watch his music videos that are 
dope uh look at his cover art and all that um if y'all trying to book him i mean he got all that too oh, apparently he's a model as well so right go ahead and of course he plays he played um he did the instrumentals on his album like you know all that so keep being black and excellent david he's gonna be surprised when he see i'm attacking <laughs> <laughs> okay david <laughs> gang gang all right uh you got a piece for us this week i do um my piece of the week <laughs> is uh mendelssohn's fourth symphony also known as the italian symphony i forgot how much it slapped and then also shout out to mendelssohn who gave the viola the most beautiful melody in the second movement like the whole the whole thing that slaps it goes right into the third movement so you know i like me a good little cyclical type of thing but um yes that's my favorite um I think my favorite recording is by uh Claudio Bado and the London Symphony. Y'all I stand in London Symphony. Mm. Um and they did this funny. Oh, never mind. I'll talk about that later. But um <laughs> yes, yeah, so we will link that um below. So thank you for listening to Classic Back Podcast. Don't forget to like us on all social media platforms at Classic Back Podcast. Don't forget to write us if you have any suggestions for Black Excellence, intermission, um, at Classic Black Podcast at gmail.com. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.